Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Did you know that that movie is super accurate and that people would take, like, veterans to go see Saving Mm. Private Ryan and veterans would be like, uh, this is really accurate. Like, I can't watch this. Also, why would you take a veteran to go see that? That's, like, legit, like, instant PTSD, dude. I know, but somebody like, you know, Clint Eastwood is going to want to go see every war movie. But they wanted to go see it. Like, I just couldn't imagine, like... Harriet Tubman we're like hey girl we're gonna go see Glory she's like yeah I'm so glad we like use my Fandango points for this shit Harriet Tubman would definitely go see Glory like support black business support black films like even if it's like Red Tails which nobody likes <laughs> fucking Red Tails dude George Lucas presents Red Tails shut the fuck up you made Jar Jar Binks this is not your redemption song excuse me Listeners, I'm Jessica Williams. And I'm Phoebe Robinson. And you're listening to Two Dope Queens from WNYC Studios. Guys, this is our last episode of the season. Holy shit, I know, dude. It sucks donkey balls, but it is what it is. Can we play Vitamin C's graduation right now? Of course. As we go on, we remember. Check out my clothes. All the times we had together. Myself. As our lives change, come whatever is my soul, we will still be friends forever. Yo, we need to get vitamin C up in the studio, son. I know, we trying, we trying to book we her. Trying. We're about to go on a wild ride. We've got Paul Shear, Maeve Higgins, and Mayra Kagani. Plus, me and Phoebe duke it out. It gets nasty. Yeah, big arguments, yelling, screaming, hitting, punching, curb stomping. I stabbed her six Dude, times. I was spurting so much blood into the audience. It was cray. This episode is rated R for violence. It gets nasty, and we hope you're 17. But if you're not, like, please don't tell your mom you're listening to us because we can get in a lot of trouble. But please be nasty. <laughs> like, why not? Like, make it nasty. Like, make it nasty like Janet Jackson did. Yeah, dude. This is so exciting. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's really cool to be a part of Vulture Fest. That's really neat. Thanks for inviting us, Vulture Fest. You guys are great. Um, You had an exciting night last night. I did, yeah. Um, I went to the Peabody's last night, which was really cool. Uh, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart got an award last night, so it was nice. It was like the first time I got to see Jon in a really long time. Um, He had just like that retired from late night beard. That's kind of that, hot. That, like, Conan had for a little while and Letterman has. What did you say? That's hot. I'm into that. Well, it's something. Um, 
I'm into the whole dad look. I like a, right, 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 I like right. a pleated khaki. I don't know. I'm just into it. I'm into it. Right. Yeah. Well, that's funny because John, when we work, like all he has is one uniform. And I promise yeah. you, it is a khaki and like a Doc Martin boot. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it. Like yeah. a white thermal and a gray shirt and then like a Mets cap. That's Oh, that's so cute. He wears it like five times a week. So one Christmas, the whole staff, like a couple years ago, we just got him this box. He doesn't like gifts. But he opened it up and it was just that exact outfit. <laughs> that's amazing. He was like, it's perfect. Yeah. Was that outfit like in your zone sexually that that's I just a, described? That's a, I'm like 31, so I'm into the like... You have experience. You've packed a lunch. Like, I'm into that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I want in a man now, you know? I like that. I see that. Yeah. I recently had that realization this week. I was watching, like, sync videos, and yeah. I used to be a really diehard, diehard Justin fan. Yeah. But I got a look at JC. I was able to take him in a little more, Dude. and I was like, oh, look at this captain, you know? I was, Justin I was, Timberlake's the star quarterback, <laughs> you know? But look at the captain. I was always Team JC. Yeah, of course you would be. You're the most consistent person I've ever met. (laughs) I was into JC and in Backstreet Boys, I was into Kevin, the oldest looking person. I was like, yeah. I was like, he pays his child support on time. Like, I was like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was. Kevin's like, when the judge is like, okay, you know, you have to pay this person this much. He's like, I understand. I know my part in this. I will not fuck around. I just caught a very weird, random Kevin cameo in something that he, like, didn't need to be in, and it was only him. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was playing just like a line cook in a kitchen. So I don't know if he was actually working (laughs) or if it was a celebrity cameo, but it was from... This artist, um, her name was Crystal, and mm-hmm. she did this song called Supergirl for the Princess Diaries soundtrack. Oh, great It's film. a great song. Great film. And uh, anyway, she's like doing her thing. There's no other Backstreet Boys in there. Yeah. And then it, it happens for a split second, but it's definitely Kevin like flipping burgers. And I was like, <laughs> could have been I a love- sexier cameo. I love it. Yeah. He's- but I mean, that's a man holding a day job. Right. I'm into that. I'm into that. So what did you wear to the Peabody's? Uh, to the Peabies, I wore um, just like this two-piece. Cute. And it was like bustier, like a la Selena on the top. Nice. And then just like a tight little mermaid skirt. Oh so I had God. dead ass out there. That's awesome. And it was really exciting. Okay. And what was, your, what was the hair and makeup situation? Hair, like I, I had this idea that I was going to do like a pressed out halo braid and I was like Wednesday rolled around and I was like fuck it dude I'm gonna go stick with these damn braids that I've had in for two years and um, I don't need to be a hero like don't be a fucking hero Um, but uh, recently I got uh, the makeup was fine for that but recently I got a makeup artist and I had like a really bad experience where the woman came in and she came to my apartment. She was in my home. I made her some tea. You know, I did the whole, like, white lady thing, like, right. cordial. Right. right. And um, she was like, oh, my gosh, so what's wrong with your skin? And I was like, <gasps> what? Like, what? What? And then I was like, well, what do you mean? She was like, there's just so much going on. Like, what's wrong with it? I was like, well, um, it's mine, and it's my skin, and I've had it for 26 years, so it is what it is. <laughs> Here we are. Um, but I was still trying to be nice to this lady. So then she, like... After she put foundation on my face, she was like, 
There, I covered up everything. Oh my God! I was like, Bitch, you just put on foundation. All you did was your job. <laughs> Do you want a fucking parade? That's literally what foundation is: is covering up everything. Oh my God! And then the last thing she said, when I like, I like went up to get her some more tea because yeah. I was a fucking servant in this situation. Right. And uh, she was like, ooh, yeah, big girl. I like working with a big girl. And I was like, oh, my God. It was just so many things. And it's fine. Like, it just was so just like, wait, what? Okay, what? Like, wait, what are you saying? Wait, what? Like, what? (laughs) That's awful. It was just a lot, Did you give her a bad tip? I would have. I mean, I had already paid her up front. Like, there was no tip to give. That sucks. Thank Ladies you. An idiot. It is um, what it is. You know what I mean? See, bad makeup jobs. Yeah, have you ever had just like a terrible... Oh, yes. For my senior prom. A lot of people here could probably yeah, attest all, to that as well. They're like, that's my story too. <laughs> um, so I, my mom was like, she was like... Like, she never, like, said she was a feminist, but she was very much like, you don't need to shave your legs, you don't need makeup, and it was, like, very, like, radical for, like, 2000, you know? Um, So, like, I never, like, wore makeup, but I was like, this is prom, I got, like, my dress from, like, Nordstrom, like, I was very excited, and uh, my mom, like, is not, like, good with makeup, so she's like, oh, I'm gonna treat you, we're gonna go to the mall, and so we went to, like, the kiosk, like, outside of Dillard's, and which is you that you know it's going to be bad but you're like setting the time period for this story so well right it is like so cleveland um and so i get i get the make i have like straight hair at the time have like this very like little rock nine like bang like it's very like like a power bang just power bang marching for my rights it's very like um, and so they did my makeup and it, I, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see it. And then she like gave me like eye, like eye drama and a bold lip. That was the first time I ever said I want a bold lip. I was like, this is empowering. Um, and so then she held the mirror up to me and like she didn't match the foundation to my skin. God damn, dude. So I just looked like I was in white face. So what did you say to her? Did I you was say like, anything or were you like too scared? I was too scared. So I was just like, thank you. But I made a mental note to be like, never let a white woman do my makeup yeah. again. Yeah. So it was just. But also you'll like literally never work in Hollywood because I have that too. <laughs> yeah. And it's always a white lady doing yeah. her makeup. And I feel like either she gets it or she doesn't get that. Right. There's a lot going on here so yes. let's pay attention well, you right. can't just make us lighter right you know what I mean yeah because we'll look ashy and then right. that's disrespectful to our ancestors exactly. and our parents <laughs> like you never want to hear like that's close yeah like, yeah no yeah just do the thing do yeah. the thing what let's the thing? get an exact match like we're in Lowell's painting department you yeah, know what I mean yeah. like, like a paint chip like yeah, get it, yeah. Just, I see what you that uh-huh. matches, yeah. Let's Skin go. ID. <laughs> well, that's always the funny thing, too, with Sephora. Do you ever do that where you're, like, hunting for the girl that doesn't look fucking jacked? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Like, it's like, who, who here doesn't look like they're <laughs> insane? Okay. <laughs> it's true. It's like everyone looks like they're on their way to, like, audition for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and it's like, 
It's like I work in an office, so can we bring it down? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like I need like a cool brow, not a power brow. You know, yeah. <laughs> give me a relaxed nine to five brow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but prom was still good. I had like so much fun. That's tight. Yeah. Oh man, did I ever tell you about my prom where I took my cousin to prom and it was super weird? Wait, you took your cousin to prom? I took my step cousin. I took my step cousin to prom. Okay. Just FYI, and uh, he was like a new cousin, and um, (laughs) that's back on up. By marriage, like by marriage. So he was a new cousin. Got it. And um, I didn't want to go, and he had really gotten in tight with my mom. Yeah. And uh, I didn't want to go to prom. I was like, Mom, I don't want to fucking go to prom. I don't want to go to prom. She's like, You want to go to prom? I was like, I don't want to go to prom. She's like, You want to go to prom? (laughs) Um, And. so she was like, well, you know what? Um, for prom, why don't you just take your cousin? And I was like, because that's weird. Like, it's that weird. It is weird, yeah. Um, and so I ended up going with my cousin to prom at my mom's wishes. And we took photos, and it was super weird. And I live in Wait, L.A. What were the poses? Were you still, like, coding each other It was like, but, yeah, but let's keep a little cousin distance. You know what I mean? Like this. <laughs> this isn't fucking Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> And so we had it, because, you know, I'm from L.A., so we had it in the Paramount, the Sony Pictures back lot. That's, like, where our prom was, which was odd. Yeah. And so um, we were, like, dancing at one point, and my cousin turns, and he's like, you look really beautiful tonight. And I was like, no, 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 no. And uh, on top of that, the other weirdest part was that James Franco was there for some reason. Way to because bury he the was lead filming, on that. I know. Yeah. Because he was filming Spider-Man 2. <laughs> so at a certain point, everybody was dancing. And then somebody was like, oh, fuck, is that James Franco? <laughs> and everybody's like, there's, there's no way that's James right. Franco. And then we looked, and it was James Franco, like, leaning up against a car on his fucking Spider-Man break, like, smoking a cigarette. It was like... That's, that's the most I've ever liked James Franco yeah. in that moment. It was kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. Who did you take to prom? Did you take anybody to prom? I took a, took a guy that was in my class, Billy DeProm. Um, oh, his name like was Billy only, DeProm? Yes. So I was the only black girl in my grade. Um, I went to a predominantly white high school, so I, I took Bill, Billy and I went to prom together, and it was, like, super chill. And Billy was white? Yes, he was, yeah. <laughs> yes. It was a very white school, so, Aww. Yeah. But it was like cute, like like corsage and like all that stuff. It was yeah. it was nice. That's cool. But yeah, I didn't lose my V that night. Yeah. It was just like friendship, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. like here we are, like this is cool. Yeah. Um yesterday I was doing like the red carpet for the Peabody, so I was doing just like actual interviews. Cool. And uh I was doing an interview and all of a sudden this guy who's like a popular actor comes up behind me and then just like grabs me and then just like pulls me in towards him and i was literally talking to somebody and i was like what like what is what is happening like if we were and he was like yeah girl you fine like blah 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 and i was just like oh my god oh my god and i was like if i was like at a fucking bodega in Harlem and this happened to me, I would literally stab you. Yeah. But because, <laughs> but because you're an actor, like, right. everybody's like, ha that's funny, right? Yeah. That's so gross. <laughs> Good one. You yeah. got touched. He Good one. A- Good for you. 
He has such a great sense of humor. <laughs> what a funny guy. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, my God. So did you say anything to the guy or what did you just... It was so weird. It was so alarming yeah. and yeah. so unexpected that I was just like, uh... Yeah. What? I'm you sorry. Know. That sucks. That's okay. You know, I'm a survivor like Destiny's yeah. Child. Yeah. <laughs> 2001. <laughs> if I was there, I would have just like straight up tripped him. I would have stuck You wouldn't his... have. I would, when he was walking by, I would have stuck my foot. I've done that before. Yeah. That's all I have. I can't fight. I'm you not can't gonna... fight? No, I have no upper body strength. It's... I feel like you could fight though. Like, like if just... I was a dude and I had to do like missionary position, I would just never have sex. Yeah. My arms would just always be. Yeah. <laughs> Quit shaking. I don't know how guys find, you know, I have an idea actually. Guys find the stamina for that just through the tip of their dick and it just powers them. <laughs> As they're thrusting, it powers them through the movement. Because I know even like, when I'm on top, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. like your thighs are burning. You're like counting yeah, like, down. I don't need to. We don't need to do this for us to both come, do we? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming up, Paul Shear settles one of the greatest feuds of our time. Stay with us. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long. And I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done. And that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright. A star of The Color Purple honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm uh, cool. I'm pretty cool. I've just cool. been on Instagram. You've been on the gram? What you doing on the gram? Just like looking up hot dudes. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, always. I feel like we differ in opinion as to like who's hot and who's not completely. What? Like you love like a granddad and I want somebody that can move and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> that is not, I pick like granddads who are like in shape. Kind? I mean, who? Like, like who John grand- Stamos is like granddad That's age. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine? That's all he gets out of you? Yeah, I could like take it or leave it, whatever, dude. But anyway, yeah, we yeah. seem to disagree on a lot of things. Yeah, we've been, I just full disclose, we've been like kind of fighting a lot lately, it's guys. It's been pretty wild. It's not all, you know, just unicorns and high fives. Yeah. Like, sometimes, sometimes it's like we get a little, we have a little drama. Yeah. And... uh <laughs> It's, like, kind of real. It's, like, yeah. uh, so he's just been kind of fighting a little bit the past few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Same. And um, it's been, like, uh, exclusively about Lenny Kravitz. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, like, really been ripping us apart. Yeah, it's like, been, like, really, like, uh, just crying a lot. It, like, scares me when yeah. we talk about it. So yeah. um, we decided that for this show we were going to finally hash it out and 
bring up an actual Lenny Kravitz expert. Yeah. Um, he's like one of the top like mediators in the country on this particular issue. Um, and his name is Paul. So please welcome Paul, who's going to help us yeah. figure this out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. happy to talk to you about this uh, very important issue. <laughs> As you know, I was on the Gerard Butler desk for a while. Mm-hmm. Was he hot? Is he not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've moved from the Isaac Os- uh, Oscar Isaac desk. We yeah. definitively solved he is hot, mm-hmm. so that desk closed down. But yeah. this desk is one that's been open for many a year. Yeah, it's been Lenny Kraft. Yeah. And I am team hell yes. He is hot as the day is long. I am team, oh my gosh, that's a freaking goofball. Absolutely not. Okay. These are very valid points, right? (laughs) Because people love Lenny Kravitz. Mm -hmm. But here's my question to you. Mm -hmm. In the last 15 years, what has he done? Okay. And that makes him less, I think, but go ahead. Okay. Last 15 years. Wait, what? No oh. help. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> One person who knows too yes. much about Lenny yes. Kravitz. She's like, yes. <laughs> you represent a very, very small minority. <laughs> so Everyone else is silent. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, 15 years. Uh, Austin Powers okay. by the okay. check me. Did that? Where did that okay. come out? Okay. Yes, he has a very healthy acting career doing bit parts and things like Hunger Precious. Games. Precious. He was in that for like I think two minutes. Sure. Hunger Games, he had a, a beautiful role, killed. Right. Moments that's a good, that, was, that was a good role for him. Right. He had the little gold eyeliner. I was like, I see it. It's right. cool. But his best role to date in the past 15 years is when he did that music festival and his dick popped out. Like, that yeah. is... That is a short film that premiered but a lot of people at Sundance but Film Festival. But a lot Festival. of people have had it's... their dick pop out or flip out or just appear, and that doesn't mean that By they're the way, like that's hot not as true. fuck. Not no, many people so have their dick come people. out. Dicks do not pop out. Boobs pop out. <laughs> Dicks really like it's hard for well, a dick did. to snake <laughs> out. His made sense. His made sense because there was a hole, and it was literally it just went like. <laughs> his He's dick. doing this and then it went like it rolled. His dick rolled had out. a VIP ticket to his last concert. It was like, whoa, right up on the stage. I guess that alone, like, there's not been many dick slips. Right. Like, yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. like sometimes you might see an outline. Like, I remember mm-hmm. John Hamm had an outline. Right. It was a yes. th- Like, no dude's upset if right. their dick is out right. unless it's micro tiny. Like, right. Usher's just came out. Like, Usher just had a, a picture leaked. Uh-huh. And it was definitely smaller than, you know, it should have been. Do that. That's a bummer. He wasn't ha- I don't think he was happy about that one. How yeah. do you work <laughs> the PR train to get, like, do you have to, like, find ways to repackage your package like you have to like get out there to like show it more well is it a cold day let me ask you a question about Lenny Kravitz because we know where you stand right but Mm -hmm. if he took those glasses off (laughs) because picture it well you're visioning Lenny Kravitz sunglasses are on 99% of the time that is true I just google image searched him I found one picture with sunglasses (laughs) off He is all sunglasses. And when he takes them off? 
It's it's a different story. It's like, oh, okay. Um, but I'm still I'm still into it because the whole here's the thing. He had sex with Lisa Bonet, so I would then be closer to Lisa Bonet via his penis, <laughs> well, which if you is cool. Talk about somebody hot. You would who's be had further sex. away. If you want to talk about somebody hot who's had sex with Lisa Bonet, then I'm going to have to go Jason Momoa on that one because... Okay, that's a valid point. Oh, that's my a valid point. God. Valid point. I feel no. like Jimmy hanging out Christmas. with Lisa Bonet would be like an oh, like awesome weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, she, definitely. Yeah, yeah she like, is probably into aerial yoga or some shit yeah. like that. Oh, definitely aerial yoga. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, but I also feel like there would be more... Like I feel like a day... What would a day be? Would, aerial yoga maybe yeah. to start it off. Mm-hmm. But it would, like, her day would start not before... 11 30 no no yeah. that's a late day that's she a doesn't shave her bush ever doesn't it's need great. to she it's shouldn't great. by the way yeah. it's probably self trimming <laughs> like she's the only person where it's just like perfectly like not too much but not too little right. you know it yeah. just it self-regulates like, mm-hmm. um i would argue that if you had sex with lenny kravitz you would not get closer to lisa bonet you may get further away <laughs> Why? They're, they're tight-knit crew. They're always posting pics on Instagram, hanging out. They do out. like being I'm a family. I'm going to get in a circle. That is something that I will like concede is that. Yes. They love Zoe. That's like their favorite thing they've ever made and they're like pretty good parents yeah. is what it seems all right, like. So we understand, look, we can all easily say Lenny Kravitz attractive, but why not attractive to you? I mean, I feel like he's just such a goob and I've always seen him as a so goob. So it's more personality based. Yeah, but like what, I feel like he's a person- dork, dude. Based like, on what? I, feel like I need the evidence. Corny, you know? Okay, the evidence is, do you remember when Gap used to do those commercials? Mm-hmm. And then yes. do you remember that fucking commercial he did with um, SJP? It was Carrie, amazing. Carrie Bradshaw. It was so good. And he was just like, I'm crazy for this little lady. It was and so And she had cute. the stupidest fucking hat and she had a fuck. It was a fedora and she just did this and this I, and this. I saw that when I was like 10 and I was like, this is stupid. I will never like you. I, I agree. He's the guy that like, is like the RA in your poetry class that you fuck and then you regret. Right. Like it was no. good, but you're like, I can't believe I fucked that guy with a scarf longer than his body. <laughs> like why? Why? Okay, like, he makes that. amazing fashion choices. He's yeah. different. That He's scarf, unique. That scarf He's unique. is bigger than most like small like communities. <laughs> I I do feel like he's a guy who's like maybe hanging out on a couch, like just with a guitar, and then like that's how he like picks up ladies. It's like, oh yeah, I'll sing you the song, but I'm not gonna write a new song for like 30 years. Cause, okay. like, here's my biggest okay, my yes. biggest cause of concern about Lenny okay, Kravitz, yes, and it is when you take away the rock star, you take away you know the fucking stupid bell bottoms, mm-hmm. and you take away you know Lisa Bonet. At the end of the day, this is a man with a nipple piercing. Like, do you want... Yeah, dude. Like, I'm into that. take this? You I'm want that? I'm into take... it. Wait, oh, what? Jimmy what is Christmas. wrong with that? It's not mine. See, I'm on your... I'm on your side of, of like, it. if I had to live with this guy, like, it would be bad news. And I'm on your side if I saw this guy walking down the street, like, that guy's cool, but I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> so it's like, if you're just saying purely... From like a fuckable point of view, yeah, he's hundred percent. Yes, thank you. But like, not a dating point of view. Like, I right. feel like, like what do you you'd want? be like, yeah, like I had sex with a guy with a nipple ring, and then that was it. Like, we didn't like date for a couple of months. <laughs> no, we would talk about tons of things after sex. All of what, the what would he talk to you about? Okay, <laughs> we would talk about uh, last night's episode of Rachel Maddow because we're both into her. <laughs> 
He's smart. He's like, I downloaded it on the podcast. Yeah. So I don't even have to watch it. When I'm working out, I'm listening to Rachel from last night. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He's a good father. He has great hair. He does have great he hair. Does His hair, he has the dreadlocks, he has an afro. He's representing all the different black people hair stories. That's important. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> For our children, that is Wait, very so important. He, like, oh, God. So as one person, he is every hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> because that's any black lady in this room. Like, we've all had the fro. We've all had the fair. We've all had the locks. You know, that's not. But he's never yeah. shaved it off. He never gone, he's never done that. Oh, I can't confirm Imagine or deny that. that. Ma- now, picture that lane. <laughs> okay. Nose ring, nipple ring, shaved head. Okay. It will kind of look a little bit like Amber Rose at that point. <laughs> I, uh, I would definitely, I fucking hate Lenny Kravitz, but I would definitely fuck him. That's the whole argument. If you would have sex with Lenny Kravitz, yeah, yes. yes. you have completed everything you needed to do with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, sex with him, but that's just because he got a big old peen. What do you want me to say? So then I win. You, you, uh, you win by, like, yes, you would fuck him, but you would not have a relationship with him. I think that's a pretty, I think you both win. I, I mean, yeah. I think you both, I mean, look. I would date him, not marry him. All right. And I you, wouldn't even get that far. I'm like, right. let's do this. Oh, I see in the dark. Where would he take you off for one date? Where? Where do you think he would oh, take you? Oh, my fucking goodness. Somewhere stupid. Um, no, no, because he's like Probably like, cool. like a tea house. Like he would take yes. me tiny no, ass No, that's tea. not what Lenny would do. Where is he taking you? Okay. What would he do? First of all, we would wake up. So we would have like mind-blowing sex offs. And then we'd take a little cat nap. But and wouldn't then... he be also the guy who has sex with you for too long? He like, would. Like I feel like he, he never would. has come. Like I feel like him and Sting never come. They just fuck for hours. It's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're just like, please, all right, right, we did it. No, I feel that is a very valid point. I agree with that completely. But I think he would like go down on you for a very right, yeah, like sure. great time. But be... to that point too, he probably too long. Like, all right, all right, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. I, got, I have plans on Saturday. <laughs> All right, so you take you, you have sex for a long time, right. you're sore, and where do you go? And then I'm sore, and then um, we're both creative people. He has um, a furniture line at Crate and Barrel. So <laughs> it's called Wait, CB2. It's called I'm now CB2. fully on this side. What? It's called CB2. Cool people don't make furniture for chain stores. <laughs> he, he cares about he. No listen, cool person listen, makes furniture. Yes. Listen, furniture is not just for rich people. It's for people like me. I can afford a cool. And it's CB2. Like, it's, yeah. it is not. Oh, it's, it's, not, it's not Crate and Barrel. Now fuck no, it is a little baby company. I thought it was I, just I regular only, Crate and Barrel. I can only afford CB2. So he's speaking to my demographic in my heart and in my vagina. So. <laughs> he's going to take you to a furniture store? No, we're going to go over, like, designs together. And then we'll, like, go into <laughs> business. So we're going to go into oh. business. Oh, so you guys You've are going to be like. the worst day. Like, he's <laughs> taking you to design a couch? <laughs> like, if that was, if you take Lenny Kravitz out of the equation, like, how was your date? Oh, we designed couches. <laughs> and I think we're going to be a partner on this couch. In Phoebe's defense, though, I feel like that is actually what makes her horny. Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah. It's like doing, like, a fucking couch design. Yeah, I would dude. die. Yeah. Well, no. I feel like we've, we have settled it definitively. <gasps> Paul, Paul, I, well, right, look at yeah, me, look at me. I know, I feel, I, look, my person, I can't. Just give it to I her. Can, you know what? Give it to I her. I can't make this judgment alone. You have all been here. You've heard the arguments. And the question is, is he hot? 
But think about what that means. You have to have <laughs> sex and a date with Lenny Kravitz. Can you definitively say that you would enjoy both of those actions? Dudes, ladies, you can both answer because this is open for everyone. Okay. All right, here we go. Do you fit definitively, definitively feel that sex and a date with Lenny Kravitz would be aces? Hold on, hold on. Do, all right, now let me hear from the other side. Date and sex, it'd be like, sex is good, date was creepy. Let me hear you. He's weird, it's dude. 50-50. Yeah, it's 50-50. It's 50-50. He's like 90% of the men in New York. <laughs> so that, that is it. He is pretty to look at, but maybe you don't want to take him home. I think okay. that's what we've that's decided. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm okay with it. I'm okay I feel, with it. I feel fine with it. Yeah. Like, that dude's mad gross, but I feel like that's something that would tickle your fancy. And if you're tickled, dude, I'm tickled. Oh, thanks, boo. Because I love you. I love you, too. Of course. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to take a quick break. But coming up, Mehran Kagani only has one ball. Find out why in a minute. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long, and I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done, and that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright, a star of The Color Purple, honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. How does that sound, everybody? Um, uh, you've seen him on Last Comic Standing, and he's a regular at the Comedy Cellar in Manhattan. Please get up for Mayron Kagani! Oh, so much! Hi, Angel. Oh, so much! Oh, hi! <laughs> All right, so the first thing I have to do is burst a bubble or two um, regarding Mr. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> see, before I like, became the housewife that you see before you, I was a party boy. 16 years ago, I was like a pool boy waiter in Miami. Okay? I was weaponized gorgeous. Okay? So, weaponized. And my girl came to visit me. We went to Crowbar, which at the time was like the hottest club, but Miami is like, it's gone to wreck and ruin. It's probably a chicken coop now. But we're there, and then out of nowhere, we're dancing, we're on ecstasy, what have you. And then, I do, my spine is a glow stick. But then, uh, so, then a dude creeps up on my friend and puts a measuring tape around her waist checks the number, and says, you can meet Lenny. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! 
I know. <laughs> I offered to tell the backstage. They were like, you save it for the stage, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that shit went down. Don't you let him do that to you without getting some of that VIP vodka, girl. You go over there. And you take that measuring tape and you measure that dick good and proper. I want to make it Barbie clothes. You come back, girl. You come back with the data. Jesus. So, like, that gay. That's how gay I am. I am super into dicks. Like, all road lead to dicks for me. A friend of mine just got a new job. I'm like, girl, what's the dick situation at your new job? She was like, it's a nonprofit and there are four dudes here. Relax, Mehran. Seriously? Relax. I was like, four dudes? You could reject half those motherfuckers and still have a dick in each hand. What? What? That's arithmetic, bitch. All right, so. In addition to being this gay, I'm also Iranian. Yes, hooker, yes, I see you, yes. Look at your luxurious hair, girl. But like, believe every horse, like, it, first of all, I say Iranian, not Persian, right? It hasn't been Persia since 1935. Okay, I'm not that old and it's not that serious. Fucking get over it. Like, it's not this axis of evil thing. Everyone's afraid. You say Iranian, it's like, ooh, Iranian. Iranian, first, like, let me, I'm here to just convince you. I want to let you know to believe every horrible thing you've ever heard about my people. I have nuclear ambition. My mother is a goat-hooved devil woman with, like, uh, spiral horns, panish. What a bitch. I was the sweetest little fat gay Iranian child any of you have ever seen in your life. Precious like the movie. And to help me lose weight at a very young age, my mother looked down at me and her exact words were, Mehran. I'm six. Mehran. I have poisoned something in the refrigerator. And then she swept a cape in front of her face and turned into a colony of bats. Like such was her dark power. That bitch. I also only have one ball. Let's do this. All right, so um, I only have one ball. It's not because I wasn't born with two. I was born with two and then my body cannibalized one of my nuts. And its first act of rebellion against the patriarchy it will be like, no! Down by half! And, um... It was significant. They looked for the shit. They couldn't find it. Spelunking caps, nothing. And, um... I was listed as a medical anomaly in the United States and the UK. Why this is important. Fast forward. I'm 15. My mother's driving me to high school. And I'm like, I'm going to come out to her. This is the moment. Right? And I'm like, here we go. Mom, I think I'm bisexual. So I'm like, I think I'm bisexual. She doesn't even bat an eyelash. She pops open the glove compartment, pulls out a letter that says I'm a medical anomaly, and goes, Mehran, it is not that you are gay, it's that your body eats testicles, which ended up being true. Like, super true, but not true in the way that I think. She was like, in her mind, I think she thought that I would try to eat a penis and then suck a ball out like bubble tea and hope it would implant... Like, that just wasn't my gig. (laughs) 
I did get a prosthetic, though. You guys, I got a nudicle. I got a fake ball. Don't you, don't all clap at once. Fuck you. Listen, no, 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 no. I am augmented, honey. I have had procedures, as they like to say these days. I, it wasn't because I felt inadequate. I was working at Harvard at the time, hated my job, and I was told that I could have paid time off and painkillers if I went and got this elective procedure. Money, time off, painkillers. My three favorite things in the fucking world. Are you kidding me? You can put razor blades, weaponized uranium. You can put any of that in my scrotum for money, time off, and painkillers. Go right ahead. Do what you will. (sighs) Recovering from ball surgery was a delicate time. I was told to come here and tell a story, so here's the story. I was at home. Everyone said they'd come and visit. I don't know, for those of you who have had surgery, your friends are like, oh, we'll come take care of you. Nobody fucking comes. <laughs> Nobody comes. It was me, the oxycodone, and like early streaming Netflix. <laughs> like, kill me, kill me. I decided that would be a good time to cut down on my rent. I have no brain. And I put an ad on Craigslist looking for a roommate because I was high as hell. And in the ad, I identified myself as a gay white male because it's Boston and I'm not trying to get killed. So, I put that in the ad, I get a call, and it's this dude who sounds hella sane, and he's asking me all these very normal questions about the apartment. Asked me the sanest question you could ask. He said, why did your last roommate move out? That is some sane shit. And Matt, what did you do that made someone pack all their worldly possessions and sacrifice their savings to get the fuck away from you. What, what the hell? What happened? I lied. I, what had happened was that I had a roommate that had a cat that was in heat, and the internet told me that I had to masturbate it with a Q-tip covered in Vaseline. And then she was like, don't rape my cats, man. And I was like, the internet says. And I went out, and I grabbed a Q-tip, and she just pricked up her pussy and ran. And, um... But when the guy asked, I just said it ended amicably. So, um... It was too much to explain. Then all of a sudden, his tone changed with me. And he was like, well, uh, you know, are you open-minded? I was like, I've taken more acid than you've had hot dinners, motherfucker. I am open-minded, honey. (laughs) He goes, because I like to go to the gym. And then his voice changed, and there was this Jekyll and Hyde bullshit. And he was like, I like to go to the gym. And then when I get home, I shower and I walk around naked. Yeah, and I'm like, don't you try to sexually harass me on my phone when I'm feeling this good, honey. No, I will not lose in a game of sexual chicken. Not in my house, not on my phone. If someone's getting harassed, it's you, motherfucker. So I was like, oh, for real? Why don't you lay down some newspaper and come see my couch? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to see this loser. But I give him the address anyhow. Four o'clock rolls around. Ding dong, dude shows up. I was like, I got this wrong. He had this Dutch boy haircut, pressed pants, iron shirt. I was like, you know what? He looks wholesome. (laughs) I got this wrong. I I take him around. He's kicking the tires. He's testing the water pressure. I'm like, baby, would you like to see the apartment of the men or in which you described on the phone? He goes, yeah, and starts to undress. I'm like, hallelujah, I will not be alone. So he he undresses. I leave the room because I love a good naked muscular man, honey. And I was I was like meditating on the Hebrew letters, chanting, like summoning my fucking divine sources. 
I get back in the room and he's standing there. Everything he said about working out was real. He had his back was like geese and chevron flight, like a perfect V, ass like two loaves of ciabatta bread. Hallelujah. I go, I stand next to him. He tilts towards me and shows me the biggest dick I've seen in my life. And I have seen tens of thousands of dicks without the internet. Like, um, not counting the internet. It was like a windsock with a basketball at the end of it. Just cursed by Zeus, vascular with veins and mighty. I'm like, can I help you with that? He's like, yeah. I'm like, this guy might be too crazy for me. The story kind of gets too graphic from there, and I am, in fact, out of time. But I'll tell you a couple of things. One, God is good. And two, he ruined my tracksuit. Thank you so much for your attention. You all are lovely people. Um, yeah, I feel like we both lost our V's later in life. Yes. We were just, like, holding on to it. Right? Well, yeah, well... <laughs> right? No, just, like, I... just, saving it. No, I, I wanted to. I really wanted to lose mm-hmm. my virginity because mm-hmm. I was, like, watching Felicity and I was like, this needs to happen. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my so much life, sexual tension in that show. So much sexual tension. And my, I, like, I was, like, trying to, like, give it away. It was, like... Mm-hmm. It was like a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. I was like, you want it? You want it? You want it? And they're like, it's expired. It doesn't. We can't. We can't. We can't. I'm sorry. I want to, but I can't. So. Well, mine was always weird because I grew up with, like, super Christian parents. Yeah. And so they just taught me that, like, peen is the devil and sexuality is bad in any sort of way. And uh, so I know for me, like... Even if I wanted to, like, get down, I'd always be like, oh, no, I'm going to hell. (laughs) That's intense. So, like, did you, like, make out? Like, could you make out and that was fine? I could, but then, like, you know, everybody would want to go to zero to 100 real quick. Right, 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 And there's there's no way to be casual at a bar when I know that, like, I'm not ready to, like, fuck this dude and go to hell forever, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no way to be cool at the whiskey if I feel, if I'm thinking about, like, the devil on the back of my head. Yeah, that's true. I'm glad you, you're beyond that. Me too, but yes. it took a lot of work. Yeah. Like, religion is hard, especially when you get it sort of all the time since you're a baby. You yeah. know, it's really hard to move past that and just get that dick, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's hard. It's, it's true. like the Christ mountain, and then there's a lot of dick on the other side. <laughs> The land of a thousand dicks. (laughs) Some are terrible, some are curved, straight, left, right. (laughs) But they're all dicks. But uh, our next act that we're bringing up, I'm so excited to have her on the show. She's a good, good friend of ours. She's a comedian, a writer. She's just one of the best people ever. Please give it up for Maeve Higgins, everybody. I like how the applause, like, stopped two seconds before I got here. (laughs) You're right. Your darlings are gone now. Um, Hey, um, I I like this show a lot. Like, I I love how, like, sex positive it is. So I felt like I could open with um, telling you about a sex game that I invented, okay? (laughs) 
So this is what... Okay. Oh, good, thanks. Um, this is what it is. You start off, you put a bag over your head, and the bag can be paper, plastic, it doesn't matter. Any brand, it's fine. And then what you do is um, you see how long you can go for without having sex. And... I, I'm actually playing it right... You don't even need the bag. Like, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> and I'm winning! But I was... If you um, are looking for someone, and the one or, like, one of the ones, or that one... That one, maybe. Um, I have some tips for you. So here are some tips on how to get a boyfriend. And I'm sorry, this is just for um, straight girls or for the male gays. Um, it's not the, the, those male gays. Um, and it's not for... This, this like, advice is not for straight guys. I'm, I am sorry. But you know I'm not sorry because you got everything else. <laughs> so, everything, everything else. All the podcasts except for this one. Okay, here's some tips, okay? Um, the first thing you need to do when you see a cute guy is you have to break the ice. And the way you do that is find something you ha- have in common with him. So you know these eyebrows, these lines of hair over your eyes? You know eyebrows, yeah? <laughs> Check if he has eyebrows too, and if he does, then you approach him and just be like, sorry, you see those lines of hair over your eyes? Uh, I have them too. <clears throat> You don't want to waggle your eyebrows because that actually means a different... That's, like, too suggestive, but just... You just want to launch yourself into a conversation um, about something you both have in common because the thing about straight guys is they're always reading into things. Like, they don't believe in coincidences. They're always like, oh, my God, this song was playing earlier, like, texting their friends. Like, what does it mean? I heard this song twice, you know? (laughs) Like, I just saw my name on a fruit truck. Should I get married to her? Like, it's... (laughs) They're obsessed with tiny signs from the universe. So give them one. Um, The second tip I have for you is commitment, because men really love commitment. And so when you see a guy you like, don't actually march up to him. If you're sure that he's like the one, then don't march up to him and say hello. Just actually take photos of his tattoos. I'm assuming that he will have them. Take photos of his tattoos, okay, surreptitiously. And then go to your nearest tattoo parlor. I'm assuming there will be one very close to you. Get the identical tattoos. Go back to where you found him. Make sure you remember where you saw him. Believe me, before you get inked, that is, it's really wise to remember where you saw him. Now take off the um, saran wrap and scrape away like the blood and scab from your tattoo and then and this is like my favourite thing to tell women then let him see you (laughs) I wish I had time to go around and hold your faces individually and just be like let him see you (laughs) so just like reach across you know, him in the, in, the, in the cafe or wherever it is, you know, to get, just be like, can I get the soy or whatever? And um, can I just get this? And let him see your tattoos. And he'll be like, whoa, oh my God. That, that's my mom. Yeah. Now is the time for you to play it cool. 
and just be like, just actually not even cool. Be standoffish, okay? Just be like, excuse me? This is just a tired looking old woman and some numbers. And he'll be like, no, it's my mom and the day she died. Again, you turn to go, okay? Keep up this sort of image that you're not interested. That will dr- so you turn to go, and then you, um, he'll see the tiny swastika you have on your neck. <laughs> oh, you like those bad boys. Really, really bad. Morally reprehensible boys. Mm. My second last tip for you. Oh, no, sorry, there's 11 more. Um, I don't know if you've seen the documentary Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. It's really good. It's all about how America was founded. Um, Anyway, Howard Keel's character provides a really good checklist um, for what men want. He says he wants a girl to have heavenly eyes and be just the right size. So here's how you get heavenly eyes, okay? If you're like me and you have blue eyes, then do a brown smoky eye. If you have brown eyes, then do a blue smoky eye. And if you don't know what a smoky eye is, it's different than a smoker's eye. Um, A smoker's eye is kind of red and roomy and always darting around. But a smoky eye is like you got out of bed, got punched in the face and lay back down again. (laughs) Guys love it. And what about how to know, like, the right size? I would advise here in the West, in the Western world, uh, you can just check out the mail online, and uh, they will give you a steer on how uh, women's bodies are supposed to look. Um, They're quite like the Taliban, but with more celebrity photos. (laughs) Um, Howard Keel also says that his girl must possess a particular attitude, specifically to be as sassy as can be. So I'm not sure, but I think being sassy involves having opinions, but I could be wrong. (laughs) Finally, communication is key. Um, And you might feel exhausted or grumpy, but you must always put on a smile and you must chatter. Okay? (laughs) Keep chattering until the break of dawn. Ask him questions about anything that crosses your mind. Involve him in your struggles. Do you think this milk has gone off? What do you think? Will you smell it? Oh, I don't know. I can't decide. Is it on the turn? If a dreaded silence does descend, if you find yourself without words, just stay present. Do not let him forget that you're in the room. If he's not looking at you or snuggling with you, dominate his consciousness in other ways. Make tiny little sounds. Just say, panda, 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 panda. Clear your throat in a delicate way. But whatever you do, don't make a guttural sort of wrenching sound because guys hate that. Thank you so much, everybody. Here they come. Thank you, guys. Give it up for Maeve Higgins. Yep, yep. All right, thank you all so much. Uh, we really had a great time today. Thank you uh, for Vulture. Uh, keep it going for everyone you see today. Maeve Higgins, Paul Shear, and Mehran Kagani. Two Dumb Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff. Our team includes Rachel Neal, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, Casey Means, Alex Overington, Joe Plord, and Shinoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. We did it! <laughs> <laughs>
We're taking a break for now, but there's lots more surprises in store. Plus, we have lots of bonus content to tide you over. So stay tuned. Also, follow us on social meds, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. That's where we'll be announcing the start of season two. Stick around. Love you, mean it. I ain't gonna say it no more, nigga. Yeah, put some respect on it. Put some respect on your name and your, your own personal yeah. identification. Put some respect on it. You finish or you done? You f- Yo, son, are you finished? What if you that walked was, in here and did that? That would be so sick. Have you guys sick. seen that video? Have you guys seen Birdman? Of course not. This is very world star hip hop. Oh, wait, they've seen it. Oh. Put some respect on my name.